2: Your daddies. Brought back from the war.
0: I figure it's time
2: to pass it on. It's the best present I ever got. Thank you.
0: How and why people from two points on a map, without even a straight line between them, can be connected is at the heart of our story and knock them stiff.
3: You ever think about how we ended up orphans living in the same house?
2: I know what my daddy did. Some people would say it's just dumb luck.
3: You take pictures?
2: I do. I see a smile pretty enough to photograph, that is. Others would tell you it was God's plan. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. That ain't no preacher. He's as bad as they got on the damn radio. When people look back on it, they ain't had no other choice. There's a lot of no good sons of bitches out there. Excuse me, preacher. You got time for a sinner? You know, I studied something. It's called the delusion. A belief that is untrue. It
3: is our delusion that leader.
1: so they could be buried. What I'm
2: about to do, I do because I have to. Not because I want to.
1: Jones Avengers endgame it follows. So correct proud Mamma Mia, here we go again. Titanic two jacks back, seven cents. Goes the Jack Paley embers bread
2: or acceptance on their friend. We'll keep watching the movies right up till our
1: TVs break. So just crank up the volume till your speakers start to shake. You need a second take.
0: I, I sure do love Jesus. I'm Sebastian.
3: They don't say that the <laughs> They imply it
1: heavily. <laughs>
3: Meatloaf is the Blue Plate Special. I'm Andy Schossler.
1: I ain't gonna take the blame for no bastard
3: child. And I'm Jordan.
1: And
0: welcome to our review of The Devil All The Time. A you movie I definitely got the name right of. You know why Nailed I like it.
3: the quote, the, it happens right at the start of yeah. the film. And it's uh, Willard coming back from the war, you've just, I, d- I don't know if you've been told yet that of, of what he of what he experienced uh, on on so. the Solomon Islands or not, um, but I think it's I think it's a, a good place to to start the film where he's given a choice to do the normal thing, take the special that everybody else is having, or go off on his own. Mm. And he and he says, "No, thank you. I'll have uh, eggs and toast." Or no whatever. coffee and a donut. Whatever. Coffee and a donut. That's exactly right. He he goes off. on on his own way, which is exactly what he does in the film, and arguably he sets in motion this town of people being horrible to one another. But it's not all because of him, it's just he's the first one we're introduced to that is quite awful. Yeah.
0: The only reason I remember that quote (sighs) is because they spelt donut like dough and then nut, like properly, not the American way of D-O-N-U-T. I was watching the subtitles.
3: Oh, oh, okay. And they spelt
0: it with D-O-U-G-H. I see. Yeah. That's the only reason I remember that because I'm like, so oh, yeah, the <laughs> correct way. <laughs> this film's going to be fancy, I can tell. <laughs>
3: I like, I like the American spelling of donut. D O N U T. I don't even
0: care, but it was just more like I just, it just. Okay, I was confused. Is this film set in the states? Yes.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Then why
0: is Every actor British. I was, I was going to say <laughs> that confused the hell out of me. That's
3: that's one of the trivia's, and I was just going to go through <laughs> the list of um of, of actors and where they're and where they're from. Uh,
0: Legitimately, like, every. No, okay, okay, I can't say every actor. Every main almost, actor. Almost, almost every.
3: Th- a, a couple, I think uh, the serial killer's wife is American, genuinely American.
0: The serial killer is Australian. I wish she. Re- the, 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 yes. the uh, photographer. Uh, uh,
3: Jason Clark. Yes. Jason Clark, Jonathan Clark. I think that's it. Jason, yeah. Clark. Jason
0: Clark. And I know he's Australian because everyone was like, oh, yes. he's the Australian's John Connor in that. Yeah. <laughs> so he can play an American.
3: <laughs> oh, everybody put on a brilliant accent, mm.
0: but a lot of them were. Like, I know Tom Holland's working in, in the states right now, and so is Pattinson. To be fair, yeah. so it's not like they were specifically moved abroad for this. I assume, I mean, I'm just making a speculation. I assume they probably live in the states by now.
3: I would think so. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But it was
0: the fact that, like, oh, it's that fucking kid from Harry Potter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, you've what got yeah, you've got uh, Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson, English, of course. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, Swedish; Sebastian Stan, Romanian. Although he's probably been in America a, a long mm. time anyway.
0: Which one was he in this film?
3: He was. Remember seeing him in the credits. Bo Decker. Which I want to pronounce as Bodica, as in Clarence Bodica from right. uh, the RoboCop. Bodecker just seems too on the nose. It <laughs> seems wrong. Sorry, which
0: one was Bodecker though? In this the, one, I'm trying the to
3: cop, the the sheriff running for office, or what? He keeps on yeah. saying the he's one in the very final
0: election. scene with Tom Holland. Yes. yes, that was Sebastian Stan. Yeah, oh. he
3: he and Pattinson both wore fat suits um, during the. During Pattinson the was wearing a fat suit. Well, he had a bit of a belly, and and when. And in the blowjob scene, you can see he's got a belly, in it It looks authentic. Okay. I don't think he got fat just for the <laughs> just for the beer belly.
0: Well, he didn't get fit for that, man. Either right? <laughs> is, that is that is that is
3: that
1: right? Is that was that a joke? I've got to imagine that's a joke
0: because <laughs> he was saying like, no, the CGI. I'm not going <laughs> to. Go. literally like, I'm not going to go through the ringer yeah. to be muscly Bruce Wayne when they can just CGI it. Well, I'm not crazy. Yeah, that makes makes perfect
3: sense. No, I mean, if he's
1: like, going to be in the like bat suit most of the time, it'll probably be like padded yeah, or something. Ex- ex- exactly right.
0: It just means you won't have any shirtless pull-up scenes. Like, good. That Batman. man has
3: no reason to be shirtless. <laughs> no, like when he's working out before yeah. he batmans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um, there's the kid from. Uh, he plays Dudley, the, the Harry Potter's mm. um, cousin. Yeah, Ryan. Um, and he was quite.
3: quite Who is a, young Arvin, Is that is that the guy? He's the snake no, charmer the dude. Well, yeah, not the snake charmer. That's the Spider Man, the first oh, like. Right. guy. He's English as well. Yeah, Harry Harry Millum. He's he's English as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even realise until now. Yes, of course well, that's I him. was watching, I'm like, this guy looks really mm. familiar. And my
0: head immediately went to the guy that played Neville Longbottom. Right. Because he thinned out right. throughout the series. And I'm like, no, it's not him. Holy shit, it's... Because he was like, <laughs> last time I saw him was well, the last Harry Potter film and he was still quite a big guy. Not mm. as big. He lost weight during
1: the, during the series and you could tell he was actually just putting on muscle. In yeah. this film, he's just a skeleton man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't recognize him at all until like, I went into like the cast page and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he lost a like, ridiculous amount of weight.
0: Once again, just filled with British people. Well, That's why confused they're the, me.
1: They're the masters of the craft. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
0: didn't hear anywhere specifically like we're in the state of Utah. You could, <laughs> you could
3: make the argument that this film is full of villains, and we all know that English actors make, <laughs> make great <laughs> villains. So of course the, the movie is filled with English
0: actors. <laughs> but like legitimately, I was my brain was jumping in this film, trying to work out like, okay, there's too much church. They're doing they're eating liver and you know onions and stuff. It, it's definitely set in the south. But everyone's British, so it- the
3: actors are British. Yes, but they're all playing American people. It's, it's Let It Go, West Virginia. It's a, I think this, it's set in like they talk about yeah. it at the very start oh, of okay. the movie. Everybody had a great accent; you couldn't tell anybody was not American. Yeah. No, no,
1: no, it's not a criticism. It was
0: more just it. it made I know me it's weird. the yeah. setting
3: of the film because I am like, well, is this in England? <laughs> what view <laughs> would this be? The director Antonio Campos. He's not. He's not American. No, I don't know where he's from. Campos. That's a Greek name. That copyright. It just sounds so, like well. It's a type of coffee. That's I mean,
0: what I thought, but it's not <laughs> Italian coffee. Let
3: me look it up now while you do all the trivia that you've researched very carefully. I'm yeah, sure, so this is a Netflix film, which is good. Because yeah, so it, we've got no budget or, or box office information, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: <laughs> but it also means that um, after you listen to our review, and we'll obviously do the no normal, yes, spoilers, blah, 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 blah. Um, because it's actually a Netflix film... It should be accessible to people from any country. I can I can't imagine that Netflix puts um, release restrictions on their own products. No, uh. I think all
1: of their all of their content is like not like geo blocked or anything like that. Just goes everywhere. It, feels yeah. like it would be silly for them to do it,
0: like, yeah. cause like yeah. it's one of the, it's a Netflix original. Like mm. why would they do that? And they be like just for Japan.
3: Like, <laughs> no, no, because I mean, we get all
0: the Korean films for, like, and that's I and mean, we get all the Indian ones.
3: Yeah, everything produced by Netflix. You'd be you'd be silly to not. To, to restrict it on anywhere because you've paid for it and people are paying their subscriptions. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Well, so the good news yeah. is
0: it's very accessible and there's it's out right now. So you can go watch it.
3: Campos was born in New York. That's not Greece. No. <laughs> oh, I thought you were looking at the etymology of his name. Oh, no. I, I, I don't know what his heritage is, but he genuinely is American at least. Okay. Well, so, well
0: look so at him so go.
3: Employing well, a bunch of immigrants. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the narrator is also the author of the book from 10 years oh. ago, uh, Donald Ray Pollock. And he genuinely grew up in Nockamiss, oh, no, really? Nockamiss, Ohio. Wow, yeah. it's a it's a genuine place name.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure about
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> and and it was
3: his his childhood home. Did
0: yeah. you guys have moments throughout this film? I was trying to work out what because okay, it, I was getting s- some modern day vibes from the the witch or the Witch, the Double V I T C H mm. film, uh, like the Presbyterian sort yeah, of uh, pre colonial, like we just love Jesus so much, people. <laughs> And I didn't know if this story was based off a true story or even I couldn't even tell if it was set in like quote the real world to the point that during the scene where Dudley tries to resurrect his murdered wife, I was like, I don't actually know (laughs) if this is gonna work or not because I don't know what kind of film I'm in just yet. Mm. That is the kind of film that like these crazy preachers are right or they're just crazy. I have no idea.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's not a religious film. But there's a lot surrounding religious things going on, mm. and you could certainly find multiple examples. I have no doubt of genuine, real life cases of this sort of stuff happening. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've got the serial killer riding around with his wife picking up hitchhikers. That's definitely happened mm-hmm. more than more than once. Uh, in fact, I think on the on the network podcast, "Murder um, um, in the Land of Murder in the Land of Oz." They did. They did one on an Australian serial killer who was driving around the South, the the American South, through Florida and other places, and just on a rampage. Oh wow, interesting! A killing spree. Mm. Ooh, uh, no, no, and he, and he was an Australian guy. And so, th- it certainly has happened. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I think you could you could point and you know corrupt preachers and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. You could point to many examples Absolutely. of that. But I don't think the film necessarily references anyone specifically.
0: No, I don't think. Yeah, so. my concern, my. Mix up was more. I just didn't know what kind of film this was. Right. So I legitimately wasn't sure if this was the kind it's of film. It's a film, snuff film Seb. Like, effectively, <laughs> it is. But like I like said, literally, when he was trying to resurrect his wife, I was like, the film's shot this in a way that makes me think he's just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he literally, his wife could get right up, right, get up. I get back up right now and I've no idea. The movie's called The Devil All Time. I'm like, is this like an omen story? <laughs> I I did not know and it was literally only really when Tom Holland showed up I'm like, oh, it's a revenge story. Um sort of. thing sort of clicked for
3: me. Yeah. Cuz
0: that's I was I was struggling to find out who our main character was for a lot of this film until Tom showed up.
3: But it's not really a revenge story because he doesn't start off having anyone to revenge. Mm. He just No, no. Through through the course of the film, things happen where he, but he doesn't start off the like. It's not like he grows up with this, you know, weight on his shoulders that he has to that he has to write.
1: Yeah, no, he doesn't have like a like. He's not out for revenge. Yeah, he's he's obviously got like (laughs) trauma and stuff from when he was a kid, I guess. Yeah, but
0: I know I just I struggled to latch onto who our main was. We had the Skarsgård boy to start off with, and he was fine. And then when he ducked out. I was like, okay. So I thought I thought he was the main, but I also thought maybe at the very beginning, in the because in the cafe we do first meet Jason Clark's character as well. I'm Like, is he our lead? Nope. He disappears for like half an hour straight off the bat after that scene as well. Um, yeah, just the lead is
3: Tom Tom Holland's yeah. uh, the yes. character.
0: but he only rocks up. And it's a
3: halfway through the film, like yeah. al- almost almost just after a third of the film. So. Oh, yeah.
0: And this isn't a criticism. It's just saying for me as an audience member that was. I just felt so disorientated by how it was going to the point that I didn't even click the genre until that guy came in. The, and the I'm same, like, oh, okay, the
3: same criticism I'm... has been made for um, Phantom Menace where arguably it's all about Anakin Skywalker, mm. but he doesn't show up until halfway through. Mm. And uh, up until then, you're following the, the the Jedi Knights. And okay, so is is this the story? Some tax mm. revolt? Yes, or? that's what the people want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more, more political commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us all about these trade embargoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, pretty good reception. Uh, Seven point one on IMDb. It was only released this year. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes says 64 percent critical and 80 percent audience. So yeah, average those out and you get the IMDb score. Yeah. Um, but there is definitely a, you know, more more commoners liked it than the critics. Yeah. Although I don't know what what problem the critics would have because it was the only real criticism you can have of this film is the content mm. because the production was pretty nice. Yeah, looks really um, nice. The the. Um, uh, keeping with the with the period of of mid fifties and the seventies was certainly authentic as far as I could tell. Yeah, it was beautifully acted. Everybody did a brilliant job. Again, the only the only serious um, criticism you can have is the content, which yeah. <laughs> because everybody's <laughs> playing an evil evil person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing redeeming about anybody except for Arvin at the very end, who mm. sort of rejects that that part of his life. Uh, but that doesn't happen until the very end. After after he's killed many many people, mm. righteously or not, but at least in his mind it's justified. This yeah. film had me
0: so jumpy with people that legitimately, when he at the very very end of the film, when he hitchhikes his way out, and he's like, oh, I didn't want to fall asleep yeah. in the car with a stranger. I'm like, yeah, don't. He'll probably kill you. <laughs> Everyone will kill you. This is a not, not a nice place. Uh, he looked like he smoked,
3: so he's probably safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Legit, I was on edge. I just expected, like, as yeah. he's, like, oh, you're yeah. going to hear, like, a gunshot. It's going to spook me. Thank well, God it did Screwdriver to the yeah, neck or something. Yeah. horrible. Because <laughs> everyone is a jerk in this film. No. <laughs> oh. uh,
3: and as I as said, it's a Netflix-produced um, film, so we don't have budget information because Netflix is shrouded in secrecy. And no box office to speak of because everybody who watches it is a subscriber. Well, my sister watched this film. <laughs>
0: my sister watched this film. Um, my parents have not. So if you count me and her, uh, I'm going to say half of the people that in my family have seen this film. And that's a stat we can run with. There you <laughs> go.
3: 50% of Netflix subscribers by poll with a margin error of about 45 million, have seen this film. Hey, hey, three out of four
0: hosts of this show have seen this film. And I haven't actually asked Alex, he may have watched it already because he watches random films with his wife all the time. We may have two extra numbers.
2: This
3: could be closer to seven out of nine. And so again, there's there's not a lot of trivia, but some of it is quite interesting. Harry Melling, who plays um, one of the preachers at the very start, he genuinely poured um, orb-weaver spiders on his head. Ooh. I thought it was CGI. Oh, I I looked so. like it looked like Yeah, I thought it was, but then again, it kind of you know it didn't have the the, the right sort of movements of spiders. Mm. And and when I read that, I thought okay, so he really did it authentic. Mm. Um, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, spiders are fine as long as it's not snakes." I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I in that scene. When he was first holding the jar, I actually thought the jar was empty. I didn't see that there were spiders in the jar. And then when he poured it on his head and spiders poured onto him, that was kind of what set me up to think, okay, what's actually going on? But apparently I just, I I must've been blind. Were the spiders in the jar or is this like an error?
3: No, they they must've been in there the whole time. Okay,
0: because I swear the jar was empty. I thought he was holding an empty jar. And then when he poured it on him- It it may have been like one of those
3: magic tricks where, you know, at, at first you show that it's empty- Wink, mm. wink, and then when you Maybe. when you set it back up, right. right? It you know some latch unlocks unlocks the, the the container, yeah. And then you know the milk pours out. And mm. Oh my god, where did that come from? The spiders to, were yeah. in the jar the whole time. Sam. <laughs>
0: uh, I'll have to I'll have to double check later. Cause that was part of what set me off thinking like, oh, is he magic? Ryan, obviously not. As <laughs> <But laughs> the that film w- all well, day. Well, no, clearly he's uh, not.
3: No, but he's supposed to through the power of God. He he makes you know makes himself invulnerable to spiders is and he God doesn't because he gets sick, but then he comes out of it and he thinks he's invincible
0: is God just in a reason to people do stupid things in this film and in this film it's specifically. Not, <laughs> it's
3: not addressed in the film, but one of the reasons why it's called the devil all the time is that throughout the whole film, supposedly everybody thinks they're talking to God, but it turns out it was the devil all the time oh. So that's why they're all horrible and miserable,
0: because they're listening that to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that, that does make sense.
0: I actually, I actually don't hate that reading as well. Was that was that said in the film? Was that just your interpretation? Because I actually like that.
3: No, that that was written as a as a commentary by someone. I, c- I can't remember who it, who it was, mm. but somebody did say that that was that was part of the reasoning for the for the title. I like that. That's yeah. Nice. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good interpretation because yeah. it does have religious themes, even though it's not a religious film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Chris Evans was originally cast as Bodecker.
0: But he didn't get it because he's not English.
3: <laughs> he's not English, and yeah, he had some scheduling conflicts with uh, some Avengers film, no doubt, because that's all. Fashion so that stands all, in them as well. That's all any so is American. Tom that's but they're but Holland. But they're foreigners. If you're an American actor, you're committed to the Avengers franchise. In, in some respects, difficult they'll, they'll write a role for you, or you'll just be a bystander. In you know, you're just in an Avengers film, and that's it. That's all you're doing. I girl. wish it wasn't so simple. No. <laughs> and uh, Robert Pattinson, he hid his accent from everybody. I was a bit skeptical when I read this one, mm. um, because the 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 story is that he. He was self-conscious about the accent, and he didn't want to be thrown off in pitching it to people, um, and so he just he just hid it and waited until he was in front of the camera, right? Okay. In order to first do it, mm. but I kind of think, what? How do you get hired <laughs> as an English actor, a, a known English actor, to play a preacher from the south in the fifties <laughs> or the seventies? uh and and hearing your southern accent is not a part of the audition process. I guess it probably would have been for the audition itself. Maybe he put and one then, on, yeah, and then the, the actual What he was one actually going to yeah. do in the movie, he
1: yeah. didn't reveal. Anyway, Which I don't uh, know why he's yeah. self conscious about it either, because it's great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Campos uh, described him as a mad genius who could do anything, and I, I think Robert Pattinson pulled it off again. Mm, absolutely, the content. Of of what he's of what he's doing or what his character is doing, is rubbish and irredeemable. <laughs> and but the way it's played, yeah. certainly convincingly, Pattinson's a, a very versatile actor. Mm, as we, as we're seeing through Tenant recently as well, yes. he's, he's quite good at what he does. Absolutely. you're going to
0: love me reviewing Batman then. <laughs> <laughs> I assume.
3: No, I'm strangely sick that week. So Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> no, well, can, we can, can postpone. <laughs> and he's going to be washing his hair. <laughs> yeah.
0: We can all go watch Batman in 4D. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, <God.
3: laughs> Mm, don't put smells. me through that again, sir. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, and uh, Pattinson based his accent off genuinely off nineteen uh, fifties evangelists.
0: Okay. With Pattinson's character, oh, oh sorry. Before I dive into oh. this, is there any more any more trivia before no, I No, that's.
3: I mean, there's there's plenty of you know references and things, but I always try and exclude those because yeah, you know, either you get them or you don't, mm. and you know the interesting bits of trivia are in the production and behind the scenes anyway.
0: I at first thought Pattinson's character was going to be nice.
3: Fool. And then <laughs> even Sherry. W- yeah. How how, how did that give it away? Because he's so slimy actually, at the at the reception when he, everybody's presenting him with he's, food. He's I must not be
0: paying attention, but I thought the little speech he gave about the chicken livers was actually coming from a nice place. I just was like, are they misreading him? Like, I, I thought he was genuinely trying. No,
3: he's he's the he's the, the that was the tastiest thing because he was sampling everything as it came in. It was the tastiest thing that anybody brought, and he says, "I will make this great sacrifice and eat all these delicious things myself."
0: <laughs> oh, so I must have missed that. Um, I just thought it was more like I thought he was trying to give a nice message about like community looking after itself, and it was just sort of embarrassing for that one person who made the quote poor dish. Well, and I thought. I thought he was a tempting. Well, that's to bring that's what he again.
3: was pitching it as, but obviously that's not the case because yeah. we hear in the narration that she was damn near the best cook in the whole in the whole town.
0: Oh, that's true. It that did happen before that, didn't it? Okay, yeah. yep. All good. I just thought he was being nice and it was being misinterpreted. And then everything else is am like, <laughs> oh no, nope, nope, <laughs> he was not being nice. He was just a, a dick the entire time.
3: Yeah, it's exactly right. You know, God loves to see you in your birthday suit and you know, there's no greater honour than being naked here in private with me. That's what God wants. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so
0: we should start at the beginning, I guess. Jordan,
3: do you want to lead this since
0: this was your pitch? Oh, I'll give it you did this to us. <laughs> so this what trying to say. Um, While right. Jordan starts, I'm going to grab a glass of water. I would uh, <laughs> no, no, love you.
1: one, thank you. Glass of water, glass
3: of water. No, thank you. Right. Uh, Orange whip. I'll, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so it starts off, I can't, I'm so bad with names, but... Bill Skarsgård's character. Willard. Willard, yeah. I had, I had to look that one up too. It's mm. so like he's just come back from the World War II, I'm assuming. He's come back into, in, back into town. Um, he meets, again, can't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the woman that does become his wife. Emma is his
3: mother. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his wife's name either. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Um, Hold on, I'll 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 have the IMDb page. Open yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Hey? Because there are a lot of characters to follow in the film. Yes, and I get lo- I get lost in the names too. Everybody looks similar. Yeah, they like do as well. When they when they jumped between the mid fifties and the and the seventies, mm-hmm. um, I without without the the date being on the bottom, um, I would have been so confused because everything looks the same. Yeah, exactly. Every, every house looks the same, every character is dressed the same way, uh, and, and, and faces are not... You can't distinguish them quickly if you're not familiar with them in the first place. Yeah. So, we've got Willard, who is uh, Bill guard. Yeah. Um, uh, Tom Holland, who plays Arvin, and Michael banks Repetto who plays Arvin at nine. Uh. Haley Bennett, Charlotte, is um, is uh, his wife. Okay. Where were we? Pick back up. <laughs> oh, I think
1: we're still in the diner. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we haven't, uh, haven't moved too forward past that. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess they get married. They have a kid who is Arvin. Um, I'm trying to remember how they actually get to that first um, like scene with like the the dead guy. I can't remember what the
0: which how show did guy? they get there. So we start we start in the cafe. The, yeah.
3: Willard, uh, who what well, Willard is kind of haunted by um, what he saw on mm. the Solomon Islands, yeah. which was an American soldier crucified, who when they approached, they found was still alive, and Willard shoots him in the head to that to right. end his suffering, yeah, and he's yeah. kind of haunted by by that for a decade. Mm you know it's not until arvin is sort of 9 or so that he um uh, that he even you know starts starts praying again and starts yeah. to get back into back into normal life
1: yeah actually i think i was my brain was skipping ahead cuz it moves around so much in that first half it, it of the movie really does oh. so it's like after that that's when we meet dudley's character <laughs> if we go by <laughs> dudley um yeah so that first preacher with the spiders so, and all yeah, that sort so of stuff yeah
3: so Willard and charlotte um, have baby Arvin. Yep. Um, at the same time, you've got yeah. Harry Miller who plays the pre. Oh God, let me get everybody, everybody up,
0: guys. You've missed the serial
3: killers. Not That's your. Well, we're getting to them. No, we're getting Lafferty to. They're them. in the opening scene. Ah, Lafferty. That was his name. They're not. They're not killing anybody in the opening scene. Well no, but, but they
0: meet, and the narrator's like, and then they would go on to kill lots of people."
3: Yes, but we'll actually see that. So <laughs> come on. Oh God, yeah. I was I was going to make up a a, a map <laughs> a little family tree of how Might be the way everybody go, yeah. is
1: connected. That's um yeah so Lafferty has that first sermon where he pours right. the spiders and everything. And I what I got from it was that he has like an allergic reaction to one of the bites, and it kind of I think kind of is what leads to him losing his grip on reality a little bit. Oh uh, see so I interpret it
3: differently that he gets sick, mm. right? And he's he's claiming at uh, at the sermon that through sh- through sheer faith um he's you know God has made him impervious to mm. these spiders he does become sick and we see that when he's back at home and his wife is um is sort of tending to him and he's saying go away but he gets better mm. and so that convinces him that oh, I genuinely did um get over this and that's why he then leads his um his wife who is Lovely. Arvin's sister? No. no. He was the- No, she is- She is related to, to Arvin.
0: Not related to Arvin. So his wife
3: was- Or it might be his, his auntie because Emma, Arvin's grandmother, is looking after her baby. Right. Because we see that um, in the in in one of the, in one of the scenes where she gives up the baby and goes off with Harry Miller, and then we go off to another thing, we come back to that, and then we find out what happened to her. So
0: Bill Skarsgård's mum wanted Bill to hook up with her when he got back from the war because she was all alone. So but Bill didn't do that, oh, so they were just acquaintances, okay? Yeah, but um, I think Skarsgård's mum. Wanted to help because she was literally by herself. I think her family had all passed away. Right. So I think she was bi- alone, which is why when she died, there was nowhere else for a c- child to go, but it got adopted by this family. Right. That's how I think happened. Because she was. No, sound- that, that was Lenora. Right. That's
3: that's another girl altogether. Is Lenora not their daughter?
1: No, Lenora Len- is Lafferty's daughter.
3: Yes. Oh, <laughs> you see, everything is so intertwined. <laughs> Lenora. Who ends up being adopted by Emma?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Is, is sort of becomes de facto Arvin's stepsister. step-sister. Yes. Yeah. So Lenora is the daughter of the preacher, of the the, preacher. The preacher yeah. and his wife, who he murders in the forest. And his wife was the because one
0: that he Skarsgård was meant to get with, and then didn't. And uh, then she met the preacher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: because uh, Lafferty is convinced that he got over the spiders, so he's now ready he for has his next the power challenge. Of God. Yeah. And uh, resurrection is obviously, obviously, of the, course, the next step. <laughs> yep. Do you want to so, turn some water into wine? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm just going to resurrect my dead wife. <laughs> oh, that was so he he, her in, the thro- oh, yeah, he yeah. her in the throat. Oh yeah, he shives her in the throat, and she's gargling and, and bleeding for for a minute or so. He tries to resurrect her in vain. Doesn't get very far. Obviously, um, completely collapses. Uh, has a, has a mental breakdown. Gets out of the city, hitchhikes, is picked up by... He's picked up by Carl. Picked up by Carl and Old Sandy. Oh, cold Carl. <laughs> who has a, has a bit of a fascination with uh, photographing people um, before, during and after he he kills them and mutilates them um, with uh, Sandy, of course, being uh, his, his model. Yes. Sandy is the daughter, uh, uh, the sister of Bodecker.
1: Right, yep. Um who I'm glad you've got this family tree in your brain because I, I got I lost very to, quickly. I had to go
3: over it several times. <laughs> and everybody's related to not not related as a as a family, just has some interaction with somebody else. And to close the circle off, Bodecker is then um the person who comforts Arvin after his father commits suicide mm-hmm. when his wife and Arvin's mother dies of cancer. Yeah, right. Circle yep. closed. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, it is confusing, but you kind of get the feel for it as it's as it as as the film is drawing out. The film and is
0: slow enough that it all makes sense yes. while you're watching it. It's just unfortunately when you then go you, back yes. and try to explain it. Yeah, is where <laughs> <it's> <laughs> yeah you sound like a then, crazy person. <laughs> then later on,
3: you've got Lenora who is um, tormented by bullies, and Willard passed on to Arvin his violent streak, mm-hmm. um, not just not just his temper. Uh, genetically, but I mean, he was beating up people in front of Arvin yeah. and kind of saying, "There's a time and place, and sometimes you just have to, yeah. you have to um, uh, exert your your um, how does he put it? He doesn't he doesn't call it dominance over people. It's it's just sort of like a retribution that if yeah. somebody wrongs yeah. you, you beat the crap out of them, mm-hmm. but choose your time yeah. so that you you send the message correctly. And we see Arvin doing that exact thing. Later on, Several when <laughs> when Nora's bullies, um, you know, beat him up when he tries to break up what they're doing to her, but then later on, they're fixing up a car and he goes after all three of them yeah. individually and beats the absolute shit out of each each one of them. Good, ah. good stuff. And then, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Robert Pattinson's character. Yes. He was a preacher. Um, his only real reason for being in the film is to. Uh, corrupt Lenora, mm-hmm. um, and after she finds out she's pregnant, uh, Pattinson basically estranges Strups himself her from her and yep. says no thank you. She's about to hang herself in the barn, um, and the narrator is saying she realized that life is not that bad. You know, Emma would take her in, of course, mm-hmm. um, not just as her stepmother, but you know, she's not going to hang her out to dry because of her. A baby and all this. Mm-hmm. But she slips on the bucket and actually ends up yes. hanging herself, and she's discovered by Arvin, <laughs> who doesn't tell anybody that it was a suicide. Uh, and he goes off and revenge kills Panson. Good scene when he. Brilliant oh, they're scene. all good. Yeah, they're all good scenes. It's just, again, the content is just so tragic and dark yeah. and miserable, and you just feel so dirty watching film. it. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> That said, though, that scene with the preacher and mm. Arvin is so good. Yeah,
0: yeah, really, really well done. Nice and tense, but like the right kind of tense as well. Like you're not, you're not like biting your nails. You're just like, yes, That's right. get him, get him. As you're slowly seeing the door <laughs> and realize, ah, oh, shit.
1: Mm.
3: So then, then that it's the pretty the, much the, Arvin
1: pretty much does the same thing as Lafferty. Really, he like takes off and yes, starts hitchhiking. He's
3: ki- he's killed the he's killed the preacher. Uh, that's the first person he kills.
1: Presumably. I think before that I he just... I don't know if any of up. those other kids, well, kids, but the people he beat, like, beat up, I don't know if he killed any of them. No, he, but he, he was... maimed them awful. He was, he was pretty vicious <laughs> with it,
3: yeah. He sent he the message loud and clear. Yeah. Uh, with the preacher being killed, that sets off an investigation um, by... Bodecker. Oh yeah. yeah. So
0: he's kind of set himself up badly in this. In that he's just, his weapon of choice happens to be his father's Luger pistol. Well, a nine Long millimeter,
3: and it's and it's odd for Americans to have a nine yeah. Yeah. millimeter at that at that time. He's
0: going around killing everyone with a German pistol, like <laughs> yeah.
3: if there was any sort of the, no, the pistol doesn't matter. It's the fact that it's nine millimeter, which wasn't a you know Americans have imperial calibers, yeah. whereas nine millimeter is not imperial very much, and so. As as a known, um, you know, famously famously known to have a German gun in yep. this in this town. Obviously, mm. it it comes back to him. I yeah. have a question. So he's then this, this s- German gun. Yes,
0: this is off topic of the film, but it's a good one. <laughs> so Lugers were famous for um, jamming. Yeah, that's sort of a thing. But I, I posit you Germans are famous for their engineering and their construction, and I find it very suspicious that a German gun is famous for jamming is this possibly some kind of World War II propaganda that's just kind of fed its way through? Because no, I, I actually, it's weird that the Germans designed a gun that wouldn't shoot properly when you think no, about German engineering like Wolfs- as a
3: whole. Volkswagen have a reputation for breaking down all the time in weird ways. Yeah. The, the trouble with German stuff is that it's brilliantly engineered and in a lot of respects, it's over-engineered, mm. right? So they typically German stuff... Sacrifices reliability for efficiency in operation. Yep. Right? Like it's really good at what it does. uh, I'm sure, you know, the Luger was quite an efficient mechanism for what it works, but prone to jamming. Whereas, you know, Soviet made stuff, T 34s and AK 47s, you can't really do much with them and they're not that great at what they do, but they never. They never stop. <laughs> they yeah. never stop working, <laughs> so you can always rely on it to do that one thing. Right. Yep. Whereas Germans, you know, they, they they sacrifice that reliability for for you know versatility of of, of operation. Right.
0: Okay. I was just making sure that this wasn't some sort of weird World War Two propaganda bullshit. Cause I'm like, it just feels weird for me when like they're famous for their um their engineering, yet they have this one gun that just
3: famous for their engineering, and I think it, because they do a lot of engineering instead of just finding finding the simplest way of doing stuff. That Again, it's like me when no, I do my a, construction. It's out of necessity, <laughs> uh, not out of necessity. I mean, out of availability. You know, they had a lot of resources available. They had brilliant people there, and they just had a culture of you know doing stuff um, to the nth degree. Okay, D- doing it doing it properly. You know, simple is not good enough. It needs to be excellent. Okay.
0: Anyway, sorry. Back to this film. <laughs> my wife stops attacking dogs in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so Carl and Sandy have picked up Arvin at this point.
3: Yes, and already we've been introduced to them having killed another yeah. couple of uh, couple of guys, uh, and and it's exactly the same motion. They're hitchhikers. Mm-hmm. You get taken in. Um, Carl wants to photograph them and lures them in with, "Hey, I'm giving you, you know, an opportunity with my wife here. So you'd be a fool not to take it, right?"
1: One would think. <laughs> However, yeah. when you're a young, upstanding gentleman with morals
3: like Arvin, you uh, you kill them. And arguably, he's he sort of spots spots it yeah. um, that something is something is fishy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl says, "I need to stop to pee." Um, and then you know they go down this long track. Okay, if you just needed to pee, just you know pull over right, and go right, behind yeah. a tree.
0: No, I want to pee in the most scenic of rivers. <laughs> and he says,
3: "No, no, no. You know, I'm a bit self conscious about it. Whatever." But then he just pees in the middle of a field anyway. When they get this, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> where's the consistency? But Arvin spots that he's that they he's can. got a gun yeah. in his back, so he's already on edge and loaded his own gun and 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 got it ready.
0: Once again, really nice, tense scene. I was genuinely very about tense. Arvin. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. So where does he go
1: after that?
3: Yeah, so he, he shoots them all. He shoots Carl. Um, who is you know about to about to sort of confront him and, and do that? Uh, Sandy, who is already kind of teetering, we've already seen that she's not comfortable with the killing anymore and just yeah. wants to stop it all. Um, but when she hears the the gunshot, she reaches for her own gun uh, and you know points it at Arvin, saying, "You know, I can't let you go. I'm I'm so sorry. I have to." Yeah, it's it's all it's not. Said so blatantly, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's basically I have to kill you because you can't know what we've done, uh, and I can't let you go knowing that I'm a serial killer, and you presumably can't, you know, let me go because you'll never know whether your life is safe or not.
0: Well, the narrator was beforehand, although saying that she was toying with the idea of, I wonder if I could run away with this guy as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she was, the narration was good in a way that it was removing a lot of subtext. But also bad in a way that it was moving along. Yeah, exactly right. But helpful to know, like, so when that's happening, is she like like you're saying? Is she going to kill him to protect herself, or would she try and convince him to to join her and go off together now that they're both lost? Yeah, like Mm. could go either way.
3: Could go either way. Doesn't matter anyway. But Arvin kills her. Then we find out in the quick scene that Carl was, you know, typical of serial killers is very distrusting, so he filled her gun with blanks. So he had the only loaded gun because presumably right. he was suspicious of her acting differently, and mm. you know he didn't know if his own life was safe. Yeah, I missed that. That's sad. You missed it. I missed that the gun was loaded with blanks. Oh, must be when the police no, came. Th- no, they, they they spelled it out in, yeah, in oh, the little cutscene. You know, in between, you know, Arvin kills her and then uh, mm. you know and then cleans up afterward. In between those two things, you have the split scene of of Carl in the hotel room. He's got a handbag and takes the gun out. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I just missed
0: it. Okay. So she's dead. He continues. He goes back home. For some reason, he's on the run yeah. and he wants to then go back to a place that he's known to have been, which is- Now, after sp- that is the end of the film. No, because he has to go home and then- Yeah, there's a little bit more house. after that.
1: Isn't there? Cause, yeah, because Decker finds, finds out that Sandy's dead, his sister. Uh, I, go- sorry, yeah,
3: he, he continues on to um to his childhood home. Yeah. Back to knock him or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yes.
0: And then he share? goes up to the old family house, yeah. to yes. where the, the little, um, the cross and stuff his dad made was, yeah. and, and his dog Sebastian still Stan. hadn't been buried. Mm. Mm. You, it's been a long time. You would, that would all be gone, right?
3: It's also in the middle of nowhere, so there's animals, right?
0: <laughs> anyway, Sebastian Stan comes from,
3: yep,
1: and because
3: he's he's found out not only that found out what Carl and Sandy were yeah, up to found, to, found out what they were up to, all but those, like photos and stuff. But also found out that Sandy had been killed. Yeah. Um, again, with a nine millimeter pistol. And in his mind, that's definitely- he's Now Arvin is on a- Yeah, he's, he's killed a couple of people and he's on the move. Yeah. So he's got to go after him.
0: Yep. Um, goes after him, fails. He's dead now. Oh, that's oh, um,
3: That's also a nice tense Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's great. Well, seriously, once Tom Holland rocks into this film, it gets really interesting. I really enjoyed it from there on, and I thought I didn't, didn't enjoy it prior to that. But it was slow, and like, so I was struggling build, to yeah. find out who I, who any character to identify with, or even just to know who you can safely follow.
3: Mm. There are so many characters in it, and they're all interconnected in very specific ways. Yeah, that it does take a long time just to settle that up, mm-hmm. right? And it is telling the story as it goes along, but the film did yeah, does spend. Its initial, you know, act just yeah. sort of setting up all the players, and it does feel a little bit slow.
1: Yeah, especially at the start. But like you said, like once you're like firmly in there, and like they're in the middle of the story, like mm. it's just full speed ahead from there. Like it's, yep. yeah, very slow burn, but worth it. Graphic though. Yeah, very much
3: so. <laughs> God, none of the none of the violent scenes. I, I spe- the only the only time it's and I wouldn't say it's a it's a sellout because there is a good reason. In the film, for it, um, Lenora's bullies put a bag over her head before oh, they're yeah. presumably going to feel her up or rape her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Holland, in beating them up, also <laughs> yeah. slips a bag over their head and beats them over the mm. beats them over the face. So you didn't have to do any makeup, any blood makeup True. for that. <laughs> but everything else, all the blood splurting out and gunshots and things like that, all very. Mm authentically done, as far yeah. as I could tell. I yeah. mean, I'm not an aficionado of crime scenes, <laughs> so I, like, I couldn't tell you how realistic it all was, but it looked fairly real. Yeah, it looked great.
0: Uh, yeah, it looks accurate. For <laughs> stabbing someone in the throat <laughs> would look like. I don't know. Um, <laughs>
3: let me just think back to last Friday uh, night. Uh, yeah. I was drinking last Friday. I had to go to the one before that. Um,
0: did you guys want to jump to the verdicts then, or are there any other scenes you'd want to specifically talk about before we do? Um, I
3: guess the... Um, the one of the scenes that freaked me out the most was when there was that um, the soldier who Carl and Sandy um, or, the, or the new recruit or whoever he's sort of just looking for a ride to get to get somewhere. Um, he's uh, he's caught up in the that's the first introduction we yeah. we have to what Carl and Sandy are really up to and what they're doing. That whole scene was just. Creepy. You don't know where. You know Carl's going to kill him, but you just don't know how he's going to do it. How yeah. he's going to convince him to to get there. Super uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable, right?
1: I was um
0: unsure at first whether Carl was killing people that weren't sleeping with his wife.
3: Ah, and I wasn't sure. No, no, like, that was just the bait. Yeah, because yeah,
0: I was like, if they did sleep with his wife, would he not kill them? That's why I was <laughs> literally trying to work out like what what's going on there. But then obviously, and it was
3: and was him him for his f- photographs. Yes. He wanted to photograph them with his wife and then dead with you know in, in his living wife's arms. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that was artistic to him. Yeah, yeah strange S- man. Artistic thing.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, verdicts? Really creepy. Very. Yeah. Sure, cool. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, good.
0: <laughs> you've heard the good you've heard the bad, a lot of opinions, a couple facts, it's verdict time. It's tough. It's I didn't
3: atmospheric, mm. that's for sure. I mean, a good film if you just want to be weirded. Like, it's not terrifying. It's, n- it's, it's not a horror film. No. But you just don't know what anybody is thinking for sure at the, at, mm. at any one moment. Yeah. Um. They all have a good reason for doing what they do, but everybody seems to end in tragedy. Even when it goes right for them, it ends yeah, in tragedy. It's still sad, yeah. That's what I find. Like, it's a very...
1: It is a depressing film in a sense that, like, depressing is probably not the word. It's <laughs> it's a very it's has like that uncomfortability of like a horror film without being a horror film. I guess like it's it's very tense. Yeah, it's just like yeah. r- reality based horror. I guess you could say because like things like this, like we were saying before, like it all did happen, and it's just like when you have it all put together on screen in front of you, it's confronting. Yeah. But yeah, I that said though, it's a great film. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Like all the like I said, the performances, like the slow burn of like the actual storytelling. Really, really well done.
3: It's not a film that you could ever be in the mood to to watch. Yeah, no. <laughs> like you go, Oh yeah, the devil all the time. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was thinking. I was like, when would you recommend Get this to someone? Over. It's it's certainly something you could watch again, and I think I will mm. in the future, but Probably not for a while, and probably not because I ever am reminded of it, or it just comes up in the feed. Yeah, it's only if somebody was, you know, had heard about it, or there was an opportunity, whatever. Mm. But it's yeah, it, it's not something you go, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I, I remember that. Let's let's watch that. Yeah, no, I, I
1: would definitely watch it again, and probably will. But same as you, I'm not going to be like jumping into it anytime soon. But you know, if I want to watch like a. Slow burn melodrama with a a bit of you know, a bit of creepiness, tense. If I just want to be disturbed for some reason, you <laughs> it'll just, it'll be a film I'll come back to.
3: You can certainly appreciate the performances because mm, I think absolutely everybody, even even the people who have you know only five minutes on screen, mm. everybody does a ripper job of absolutely of what they're yeah. doing. Very it's convincing.
1: Very great ensemble cast. Everyone just everyone nailed it. As far as I'm concerned.
0: It's funny. It's really well made. It just wasn't really well made for me. Um, it, this is not the kind of film that's, I would normally jump into, ever. And it was peculiar. I. I, I was that's what this, I'm saying.
3: The, the only real criticism is the content, because everything else is mm, great. Mm.
0: I was saying this to Jordan before. It was weird. I, I I opened up my Netflix because I had to watch this film, and this was the number one film that came up. I was like, it uh-huh. for you. <laughs> and five minutes into this, I was like, in what world <laughs> was this recommended? For me, the last <laughs> film I had watched, which will be coming in a later time, was I watched Hubie Halloween because I was going to do it for a variety hour. Which one day that'll happen, but like the last one I watched was a terrible Adam Sandler film. <laughs> Clearly, was like, you know what you like, you Adam
3: Sandler. Yeah, how about this? Clearly, the film, the the Netflix algorithm recognizes that you're a fan of torture, <laughs> and you. <laughs> And you like to be disturbed and uncomfortable when you're watching when you're watching these films. So naturally, the devil all the time just came up.
0: It's right. This film was really well made, really well acted. I actually don't even as dark as the story is. I don't hate it, but I would probably have a better chance of watching Hubie Halloween again (laughs) purely because it's so much lighter and just. There's, there's more times in my life where I'll be in the mood for that than yeah. this again. And it's, it's not to heavy, say that this sure. is bad, yeah. is it? No, it's just heavy. But yeah. I also can't imagine who I'd be like, I have the perfect film for you <laughs> and then tell them to watch this. Like, hey, I hate you. Have a sad time. <laughs> no. Like, here you go. Um but it's tough when it comes to recommending it because like, it's not bad, it's actually very well made. It's a good film, but would I recommend it?
3: Probably not. I can't imagine even, when I would want that to happen. Yeah, even trying to find something redeeming about it, like that the film has some message of hope, even that it really doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> doesn't really come in until the very end and then it's just kind of to put the bow on the film. It's, mm. You
1: don't really get the sense that... And even then it depends on how you interpret it. Like, is
3: that a happy ending? Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know. I mean Arvin's kind of at peace at the end, I mm. I guess, but yeah, you don't get that sense that okay, he's never going back to this and he's yeah, done. Exactly. Because somebody else who he gets close to who is wronged in some way, he's just gonna fall right back into that violent pattern that he did before.
0: Yeah. This feels like the setup to the movie a history of violence. Like yeah, all this yeah, happens okay. Okay. Yeah. and then we catch it with Tom Holland when he's Vigo Mortison. <laughs> 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 um But yeah, I don't know. I don't don't hate this film. I just can't recommend it because I don't know who that would be to. Yes. But it is very well made and and I'm not saying don't see it because it's a bad film. I'm saying maybe, I don't know when you would, (laughs) I I can't, yeah.
3: (laughs) It's it's very reminiscent of um, like the majority of Shakespeare plays where people are just- having a difficult time and are just miserable (laughs) Mm. for a a long time and everybody is miserable because of everybody else in some way and there's just no getting out of it, right? Shakespeare then kind of finishes that off but this one doesn't really finish it. It's not open-ended but it's not really finished either and it's just two hours of people being horrible yeah. and, yep. and killing <laughs> each other. Just, oh misery. my God. <laughs> there's, there's nothing at the end of it that, that gives you any sort of relief. You're just, no. You just you <laughs> just press down into the ground and then that's where you are at the end. <laughs> I guess
0: the way, the best way I can summarise this is I want to recommend this film, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Take of that what you will. Go watch it and decide for yourself. It's on Netflix, like I said. It's on everyone's Netflix because it's one of their films. Like, There's no reason to not see it if you've got the time. But I will say, if you're not having a great time in life, don't watch this film right now. Wait until you're in a better place because (laughs) this film's not going to make you feel any better. It might even make you feel worse.
3: Not Very true. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, but uh, that 2020 s- might not be the year. <laughs> at the same time, that that being said, everybody who is who does wrong somebody does get their come mm. in some way. But you'll also see right. a lot of good people. It's, it's, that's, for, it's not satisfying. Yeah. That's right. But at least everybody gets justice. Yeah.
0: All right, well we'll leave it there. <laughs> we uh, another scheduling issue, unfortunately, so there'll be no variety hours for the next fortnight. Um, so we're back on Monday with The Adventures of Tintin. So this is a much
3: more <laughs> <laughs> talk about. Uh, That's why um, it was important that we did them in this order. <laughs> <too>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a bit of emotional with <laughs> there. Um, uh, we've actually worked out sort of uh, a schedule for what's coming because it turns out yeah, we, we hit this point at the end of um, our last session where we realised all of the films we had to do um that We're all new,
3: new releases yeah. that just aren't coming out. So we've already
0: like moved stuff forward to fill those gaps, and then we hit an eight-week block of holy shit, what do we do? So this was week one of the of the of this, and week two is Tin Tin. Then in no particular order, because I don't have the order in front of me because it's on my other computer, we are doing Dogma, Jan and Bob Strike Back, Jan Silent Bob's reboot, Clue. And then, Andrew, I think yours were the the Being John Malkovich and Black Swan. Black Swan, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Is that all the films? I
3: think that's it. Yep. Sounds pretty complete to
0: me. And then there was just there's Christmas, which I believe is Santa with muscles. Oh. You can't let that one go. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm strangely looking forward to it. I'm, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to it. And I think I wrote it down, <laughs> which is typical. you well, have
1: no one to blame but yourself, Seb.
0: Oh, I can blame Paul Coken. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. All right, well, anyway, we're back Roll on-, on. Monday with Tintin?
3: Surely, yeah. Find us on Instagram, Oh, at- God. I was with the outro us. Thank God. <laughs> second Take Podcast. And if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. <laughs> how the show
1: <laughs> You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash second take. You can also follow me on Twitter, shall you wish to do so, at Jordan M S P P. You
0: can follow me at Bastion underscore James. Is it underscore James? Yes. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> right. Um, secondtapepodcast.com or send us an email at secondtapepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Alrighty. This time for Reelsies, back on Monday with the Adventures of Tintin. Now you can hit the button. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Cubby Cubby, and Yugara people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.